What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away. It's your boy, BP, and we're back at it. And today's going to be a little different approach. It's not necessarily a specific topic. Actually, you can call it a little bit of a rant, but a rant that provides insight for Agile coaches and scrum masters and consultants on how to approach an area and some of the things we are seeing that are causing areas that are being consulted to look at Agile in a bad light as overbearing and overprescriptive. We have a lot of these frameworks now and they are so complex Granted, they are based in simplified fundamentals, but a lot of coaches and consultants will go into an area and prescribe this abundant playbook without first simplifying him the, the area and rooting them in the fundamentals. It's becoming chaotic. And sorry, I'm getting into the rant already. Sorry, intro. This is the intro. Let's get to it, cue the music, and I'll be right back. All right, so as many of you know, over the years, Agile has certainly emerged as the popular project management tool or methodology. It's known for its, its flexibility, adaptability, and customer-centric approach. But as I mentioned, as it has evolved, there has become a tendency to overprescribe and overcomplicate the methodology, causing teams, causing departments, causing organizations to lose sight of the very essence of agile. That is simplicity and that is effectiveness. You see this overprescribing nature as a pitfall. And it happens when teams apply all of these numerous methodologies, techniques within the methodologies, techniques within the framework, and tools without considering whether they fit the team's needs or the projects or products nature. We have these frameworks that are so abundant and by implementing every single piece of them, because that's what we just learned in a certification course, it leads to now increase complexity, increase confusion, and decrease productivity. Why is that? So why are we seeing this now? So go, oh, we're becoming agile. I have went into an organization where in the first week, consultants wrote a 35-page agile playbook. There were more pages in this playbook than people in the department. Think of that. More pages in a playbook than people in the department. There were more roles. There was, there was about 13 roles and responsibilities in the playbook. There's 35 people in the department. And we went into the new area and they said, this is so complex. And there are so many rules, we don't know what's going on. And they were talking about Agile as this separate planet of 
complication and complexity like it was a PhD program. No. Do one thing that works, and then when it works, do another thing. And if it doesn't work, do something else. That's it. That's all. And it makes it hard for consultants that embody the fundamental principles of Agile to come into these areas after book, by the book Agilists have just left. Because now we're treated as car salesmen rather than consultants. Because looking at us, okay, this person's going to come in and write us a 35-page playbook on something that they think they know, even though I've been in this industry for 35 years and they've been in it for 35 minutes. And now all of a sudden they know because they, they took a two-day two certification course. Hell, the SPC course is only four days long and there's no prerequisites. I like SAFE. I think it's good and I think it requires fundamental knowledge and experience to really understand how to apply and when to apply certain principles within that framework. But just because you sat in a class for four days doesn't mean you prescribe the whole book and say, all right, I'm a coach because I have this certification that costs a week's pay in four days of my time. You're not an agilist first. You're a coach. That's why it comes last. You're not an agilist. You're a consultant. That's why you're an agile consultant or an agile coach. You're not a coaching agilist and you're not a consulting agilist. You're a consultant and a coach. You are there to counsel and you are there to coach. And this is a rant on any specific agile coach or agilist in general. Just saying, keep it simple. In your agile journey, and many of you experienced agilists are going to understand what I'm about to say. There's a progression of maturity in your role. And it starts with one, getting to know Agile, all the frameworks, the history behind it, and the fundamentals. Then it starts understanding, it starts with getting the understanding of the more advanced principles and how to tie them in to a department or within a transformation. The next step is where the maturity really starts to kick in. It's taking that and coming back down to the original fundamentals which got you into this role in the first place and rerouting your concepts and your advanced knowledge back to those fundamentals and then scaling back up. I know this is a rant. This isn't based on anything or organized, but it is so important that simplicity lies in the people naturally. And just by showing how to simplify something, you eliminate redundant practices and you streamline processes. Simplicity in its nature is flexible and agile. Prescription and overprescription isn't. The fundamental word within what we are doing is agile. The more rigid, the less agile. The more practices that don't align, the less agile. Start small, start simple. Reduce unnecessary workload. And don't write a 35-page playbook 
for an area that only has 30 individuals. It's crazy. Start small. Do one thing first and see how it works. Even if the area has no idea what Agile is, start small. Figure out what are, what are their main problems. What keeps them up at night? Okay, implement one thing. Rooted back to the fundamentals of Agile, but implement one thing that is rooted back and see if it helps. And then explain why it did or didn't help. Accelerate the organization. It doesn't have to be a small change. It could be simple, but it can tackle some of their items that keep them up. Start small. Don't overburden them with these prepackaged playbooks your consulting firm has. They may not need it. Start small and then introduce more advanced concepts as they start to understand the fundamental roots of why we did this in the first place. The manifesto was written by just a bunch of guys on a ski trip, essentially. That's it. And it was simple. It's 16 total lines long, including the principles and the manifesto itself. 16 lines. We have 35-page playbooks based on something that's rooted in 16 lines. It's crazy. So the message here is to make sure you tailor Agile to the department's needs. Focus on the fundamentals. Minimize bureaucracy. Have open communication, embrace change, and constantly inspect and adapt so you can continuously learn. It's powerful because of its simplicity, not because of complex practices. Complexity is hard to adapt. Simplicity isn't. It's important to understand this. It's important to use it. Share this with a friend. Share this with a colleague. Share this with whoever. And please review this podcast. That was today's rant. But it's important. This might be the most important episode I've done, and it's not rooted on a specific topic. It's rooted on a philosophy, a philosophy that everyone should understand in order to mature in their agile career. And if you need anything, you have any questions, reach out to me. My Twitter handle is at Lil Agile, at L-I-L underscore A-G-I-L-E. As always, it's your host BP, and I've enjoyed talking to you.